what what we were the general theme of what we've been talking about over the last few sessions has been the idea that the goal of our life is to achieve Dvaikus of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as is stated explicitly in the first chapter of the Messiah Of course that's an ambiguous phrase and hard to define, but what it certainly means is that we are meant to be in a, a state of experiencing a closeness, a connection, an attachment to the Creator. And that state of being is not something which is an intellectual state of mind. It is inevitably emotional. Because if you divide up the person into his two constituent parts, the part which is above his being is called his moyach or his seichel, that's in the head which is above the body. The part which is below him are his legs and his tivers. And the part which is him is the central part, his lave. And just as a person, just as a person, just as a person thinks thoughts, those thoughts belong to the olam of the conceptual, the olam, the world of the conceptual, olam ha-malachim. And the actions he does belong to the world of the behemoths where a person expresses his unique humanness is in the world of the emotions. And the person who lives in the world of the Seichel is robotic. And the person who lives in the world of the Guf is animalistic. And the person who lives in the world of the emotions, in the world of the lathe, in the world of the experience, he's a mensch. That's where, that's where, that's where, that's where life begins. So, in our Avodas Hashem, Rachmona Libra boy, the Rebbeinu Shalom wants the Avodas He wants the Leiv. That's where our Avodah lies. Leiv means the experiential Avodas Hashem. That it's not that we know that God exists. It's not even that we do what God says. It's that we feel the closeness, the God consciousness that has to become a very integral part of our day-to-day life. Yes. Slight question is, I hear sometimes I hear that fully, and other times I think that what it means to have the vacas with Hashem is higher even than my seichel. It's a kind of consciousness which isn't necessarily an emotion, unless you're saying emotion and consciousness are the okay, same good. thing. Good, good, good. That was just the starting point of the introductory session. Now let's try to develop that. How do you get to the lave? How do you get to the lave? So we saw what the Balatanya says. The Balatanya says the pathway to the lave is through the Chochmah, the Bina, and the Das. When you have an idea, and you ponder that idea, then you flesh out the idea, deepen it, broaden it in Bina, and then you connect to the idea through Das, that will be moilid, the midas of Ahava of the hero. Then you'll feel the awe, and you'll feel the love. Correct? Balatanya says. And then we saw what the Chavit Samidim comes and he says. Chavit Samidim comes and he says, for us that's just not going to work. Because our Chochmah Binodas is too mitzumtzam. It's too limited to be able to 
have an impact and to be ma'orer av of a yira derech lechokma. It's not going to work. In order for us to access those lofty parts of our neshama, ironically, the place to begin is below. The place to begin is not in the understanding. It's in the action and the feeling and those points will open up a person to a understanding which then transcends even his Chochmah. In other words, from a lower place you can get to a higher place, ironically. And therefore the, the Chochmah says the Derech Avod of the Tanya for us is not so Shaykh. And therefore he goes on to say, you following me? Everyone with me? In other words, it could be that if you think about, imagine Israel, you're standing in front of the Rebbeinu Shalom in Tefillah, and you think about what Tefillah means and what it means to be Oymed Lifnei and you grasp it in Chokhmah and you flesh it out in Bina and you connect it in Das. It may bring, and I'm not saying it won't. It may bring you to a level of Avonura, but it could be that the way that you have to get to a level of Avonura in Tefillah is not to think about it but to say the words Baruch Shema V'haya Ha'ilam and the world appeared now it is a tone of voice. He said, Amar, 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 the world galaxies through an amira. Baruch Shomar Vahaya. So now, what I'm using, my intonation, my voice. I'm using the parts of me which are not intellectualized, and all of a sudden I get further than intellectualizing the whole thing. Guess. Haven't you said that you need to go through? Well, you say it if. If you don't know what the words mean, so saying it like that... Clearly, clearly, if you don't understand Hebrew, we're not talking about not understanding the words that you mean and just saying sounds. If you say sounds, if I say with passion, that's nonsensical. That's not seichel, that's not seichel. Seichel is where about it. Wait, I'm saying the words and concepts, no? That's where about it. That's 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 way. Say chokhmah bin is an intellectual process, not translation. Translation is not chokhmah bin dat. Translation, understanding the ideas behind it. it doesn't when you say when you say brukat Hashem, it doesn't just mean it doesn't mean blessed are you Hashem. You're, you're right, you're right. But again, the point I was trying to emphasize, the point I was trying to emphasize is that which creates this oirus is not the intellectual understanding. It's the way I put that into my voice. And into the movements of my bodies. But you need body. intellectual understanding body. before you can even body. get to that step. You need a level of intellectual understanding. The intellectual understanding isn't what does it. 
It says, Oyer's Haruach Vahanefesh, it does it. You're right. I'm not saying that you, that, of course, that if you do, if you say it and you don't know what you're saying, so then it's very unlikely they will awaken you. But if you have a general idea, working on the idea and deepening the idea, thinking more about the idea, won't do what the voice and the movement will. In other words, you need nefesh and seichel in order to create an emotion. You, again, I'm not saying that you have to write off the seichel completely. That's not the point. The point is that the ikka haisoyrus hanefesh, the ikka saga, getting close to Hashem, doesn't come through intellectualizing. That won't change you. As we've done in our, in our Limud Musa. The limit of Muslim, you have to, you have to start off with a basic intellectual principle. But the way that it impacts you is not through the intellect. The way it impacts you is through the repetition. Which is not intellectual. Through your voice and through your movement. Yes, Dave. So it's less important to learn as it is to maybe go out and do as many mitzvahs in a day as you can. Because then you're actually... You're doing something. Yeah, it sounds like nothing. Like sitting, there, sitting there and learning is, 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 is much... Is much is 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 a, is a is a is a mitzvah that you do with your seichel, and and that's that. But but to go out and do a mitzvah and interact with a mitzvah and, and feel a mitzvah, like placing to fill in or something of the like, that's that's really what seems to be more important here. It's not learning. Okay, let, let, let's 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 see let's see. Oi, im yochel mil havin l'haskel mazoy shlif amikshirete ishlis pal bisoyrus leif vanefesh. A person wants to daven bisoyrus. You only dive in that you feel. You feel like you have an experience. You don't feel that you're just sitting there speaking to the wall. But you can't. Why? Because there's plaque that's on your neshama. It's collected. It's collected over, over many, many years of denying your emotional self. And living in a place which is completely cerebral and hasn't been part and parcel of day-to-day life. So what the person done is taken his tower and he's placed in an internal ivory tower. So there's the lave is covered up and it's encrusted with crust after crust of gunky, gunky tumor. Masking is spelled bakoil. So you begin davening bakoil! Kamoshi is Kedoshim say, but not only to just scream loudly, as if there's this gigantic stone resting on your heart and you have to push it off. And you say the words like you mean them. Just not love the perush. In other words, you say, Not only you understand the words as you're saying them, but imagine as if, as we said previously, you stand in front of the whole world and you go, Give praise to Hashem. Call out in His name. What, you sleeping? Imagine if you just thought that. But when you say it loud with passion and enthusiasm, 
Hey, kid, it's not so mad. You've woken up your soul. You've woken up your soul. And then you feel that you can daven. And therefore, the Chochmah can't do what the coil can do. Even though they're above and they're below. They're below because they come from the Ruach and Nefesh. And the Seichel comes from the Neshama. But they can get more of the soul revealed than your Chochmah can. And this is We in our situation, our generation. We can't get to the spiritual world through our minds. We can get through our, the things which awaken ourselves deeper and more powerfully than we can by learning about them. But don't make the mistake that some people have made, which is that, oh, okay, so now I'll just do, 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 and I won't think, think, think. In Kavanosainu, we don't mean to say just by doing your body. Without thinking and without intention, it's going to work. You need the machshava. If you would go and you dance like we said on dancing on simple Torah and you and you don't have anything in your mind, so then you'll just be exhausted. If you daven but curl goggle and you don't know what you're doing, so then just screaming won't do anything. But rather what you have to feel about it is that you feel that it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. I feel it frustrating. Because I don't feel like I'm connected to Hashem. When I walk out from Tfil, I should walk out alive. Do you know what Tfil is? That's what say. It's eating. It's eating. It's the Mazen HaNefesh. When a person comes out Tfil, he should feel satiated from the spiritual nourishment. He should feel alive. He shouldn't feel, ah, oh, gewaldig, ich bin abgedavent und parv. <laughs> the ultimate expression. I'm davened up and I'm parv. It's the best place you can be in Judaism. It's after Mariv and you're not milchik, you're not leishik, you're mamish, all opportunities are open. And especially like in the winter, you can get, you can get Mariv out of where at 5 o'clock from 5.33. Abgedavent, parv, ungelernt, gewaldig. Then your mamish hefka based in hefka. <laughs> That's the wrong thing. Should, you should long. In other words, what's my attitude towards meals? When you when you when you offer the delicious meal, what's your attitude? Okay, I'll be yoitzi. Be yoitzi on the delicious sirloin steak, medium rare. You can almost smell the as it sizzles on the. I'm going to be yoitzi. Yeah, cheese and I'm going to be yoitzi. When you finish it and you do it, imagine imagine the person has been invited the most exotic of restaurants and he says okay listen we better do this in 15 minutes 15 minutes and like as, as like you know he's sitting there eating with a whole group of people and like the guys 
the guy's like taking too long in his takes, they go, no, 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 no. And then he goes, okay, Baruch Hashem, 15 minutes, guys, come, let's go, let's go. No, plenty time. But one second, this is Mazana Nefesh. This is way more satiating. It's way more delicious. But me, because I'm so, 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 so far away, I can't feel it. It's feeding me, but I can't feel it. It's missing me. I can't experience it. So, help me, help me, help me. To come back to you. To connect to you. And then, when you have that intention, and you say, I've got a stone for a heart. I need to have a fleshy heart. Lay boss on. Give me back my boss on. My lay boss are feeling sensitive. Tuma is Tim Tuma Lave. Nothing makes you feel any different. Tim Tuma Lave means you've got gigantic spiritual clogged earplugs. You know when you wear those, those you know those, those little foam rubber earplugs that you put into your ears? Those little yellow foam rubber earplugs? So they dull the sound, but they don't take it away completely. But you don't hear the sharpness of sounds, and hence you can fall asleep. That's what we've got in our lives. Everything in life is dulled. We don't feel it. There's nothing. There's no clear spiritual sounds. Everything's that. So you can go to sleep and not be woken by it. A person who's awake spiritually, when you're awake spiritually, so you see things happen and they move you. You see things. You see bad things and you go. You see good things and you go yes. You move. Your emotional fluctuation is in tune with the spiritual nature of the universe. But when you're filled with tuma. So you go through the biggest sorrows and the biggest symptoms and it's all, huh? So when you're going to Tfila and you say, and Tfila doesn't have to be in the Shmona Esrei. Tfila can be out in the forest. Tfila can be in the little confines of your room. Tfila can be when you're walking on the street, like the Chofetz Chaim, walking to the base majors late at night through open on I don't suggest you do this. And plead to Rebbein Shalom. The Ikamakor of what's called his Boedidus, one of the Ikamakors, comes from the Chofetz Chaim. The Chofetz Chaim, that was his Mahalachin Avoida. He used to speak to Rebbein Shalom in his Mamaloshin, pleading for Kaisha, pleading for what he needed. We have to develop that. But people can't do that because their Judaism is not real enough to involve a real dialogue. Sure, give me the formatted prayer book to say and I will do it. Because for me, Judaism is a ritual obligation. It's not a relationship. So when I say to you, speak to the Eibishta, watch. He's right in front of you. You can't speak to him. He's a kol yochel. Why do you think you're breathing right now? Because the Eibishta is choosing to give you the breath to breathe. gives us movement. How close is he? Well, he's giving movement. How close can you get? There's nothing closer. There's nothing deeper. There's nothing more around me, inside of me, all around me. And people are not close to the Eivishta. How can you not be close? That's the kasha. Can you be far? You can't be far. How can you not experience it? Do you realize the degree 
of muck you have to have in your receptacle organs not to be close to baby stuff how much gunk there has to be how much clogging up and static in the system that there has to be that it's just not overwhelmingly clear anybody say that that's where i am how is it shyach i can be so far when you're so close help me lift the stone of my heart help me change help me change as opposed to the robotic analytic analysis of well you know in today's generation the distance of the jewish people is great and therefore garnished garnished okay how do we know we will be able to like to receive that Why let's not? say let's say you take off the gunk or whatever for a moment or whatever it is let's say you really something really affects you like a meat, I don't know, meat rub, iron leg shaman or whatever, and it, meet, and it really affects you, but you have no way of like, how, how are you supposed to internalize that, whatever? How are you supposed to make that a part of you? So there's two points. What we're talking about now is even a momentary. But then a what, momentary. what do you do with it though? One second. First of all, let's do it. Okay. That's already getting somewhere. And I'm saying if you have no way of um, doing something with it, then what's the point? So it's have you ever been traveling? Yes. Where have you gone to? Been around the world? Australia. One second. Are you in Australia now? What did you do with it? Truth is, what do you want to do with it? <laughs> ever since I've been to Australia, I've become more powerful about things. Yeah, you know, I've introduced a certain mediocrity into my life. Yeah. Before I used to react, now I just say, no worries. No worries, mate. What did you do with it? You went there, you experienced it, and the experience became a part of your mental vocabulary. You've got memories. You know what it was like to be there. You saw a kangaroo, and you thought, gosh, it looks like a dog when it's bent down. And then it stands up, and it goes, Tucker. And, then, and you, saw, you, saw, you, saw, you saw that Sydney is not as nice as Cape Town. Everyone says, and you go, it's only grow by the sea. Yeah, no, right? <laughs> So you bring all those things and you, they become part of you. So you have a moment. So just like you can go, you go traveling physically, you go traveling spiritually. And even if nothing else happens, but I went to that place, that's so valuable. You cherish that memory. Even more than that, when you make a conscious effort to remember that state and you start to analyze the strategy that got you there and you know what it feels like, then you have something to, to go towards. So, in other words, if you've ever had a good feeling that you feel completely that you, you lost any sense of time and you transcended, so then you make a point of remembering that experience and then you know where you're going. And then you can compare. You can say, today I wasn't there, but I was closer than I was yesterday. The day before I was even closer. What about if your prayer, the silent prayer, to the extent that even if you're running late, you can like, almost skip the circuitous and run all that, which is the screaming prayers? Um, but because the silent prayer, I can understand that. Yeah, you want to get into that state, so you'll start with the, you'll, you'll arouse everything, and then get to. The, I mean, but you can even skip the Zimra in the certain circumstances. Well, I mean, the way you speak about skipping the Zimra, it sounds like it's like it's as easy as buying an ice cream. But it's not the Ikka. It's not the Ikka. So what we say is the. Well, it's not so posh. It. Yeah. It's not so posh. It. The base Yosef wanted to rule that Pesukah Zimra is Ikka because if you don't say Pesukah Zimra, so there's no way you can access the connection that you need. And had the Malach not come and told him otherwise, that's how we would pass in the Still today, still today, Hasidim, most of them, as far as I know, are makpid 
to compromise Tefillah B'Tzibur for Pesukah Zimra. So it's not so easy to get rid of Pesukah Zimra. So now, so now they, now they understand. In other words, so it's amazing, it's amazing to even comprehend that there is a day in Alokha, which is how the Mishra Paskin, that you can actually skip Pesukah Zimra. One would think that you should never be able to do that because of how are you going to get to the level of Shemonesra if you don't have Pesukah Zimra. It's amazing, but to the right. It depends. It depends. It depends. It's starting to say. Yeah, it's hardly like a riot or anything. Yeah, but it's a good question. But the mice. I mean, when you think about the filler, what's the filler? That's true. It's true that the that the pesukah de zimra is a chana for filler, but it could be that unless you have that preparation in Shachris to get you to that place, so then you can't daven. And who says you can't scream in Shmona Esra? You can scream. You can scream silently. No, that's yeah. not our idea. That's no, it is. Okay, listen, now, lip shits, Don't get carried away. Oh, please. If you're not, if, if you need to scream during Shmona Esra, you should be sure, or are you like, whispering the whole time? You, get, you can feel passionate you can't you scream you can't scream inner scream the inner scream the deep inner scream shake your hand is it okay to repeat words you need to shake your hand shake your hand no but that's not the echo once again you're saying it's done the way it's been okay let's not get too distracted Let's not get too distracted. The point is as follows, and I think it's a point that we're all starting to realize. There's, there's, there's a point that we're all starting to realize that in order to, to live as a fully engaged Jew, it's not enough that you have the intellectual pieces in place. That's above where we are. It's not enough that you have the, the physical observance in place that's below where you are. It's that you have to have the essence of your experience of life being connected to the Creator. And in fact, it should be the easiest thing in the world. And the biggest mystery is that it's not. So what we have to do is we have to try to get there. The way we try to get there, as advised by Zetzner Rebbe, is through trying to cast off the weighty things, the obstacles on our souls which are stopping them from being expressed. And one of the ways he's advocated is not thoughtless screaming and shouting, but intentional understanding, but not leaving it in the realm of the intellect alone, bringing it down into the world of the body and the ruach. Correct? Can I, sorry, can sure. I just refine my question that I asked. Yeah. Uh, what happens if it's overwhelming? Like, let's say you had three sirloin steaks or whatever, and then you vomited afterwards. <laughs> how can how can you I'm saying that's what I mean by like integrating it like having the receptacle because if we new point ah uh, uh, new point what happens if you you're you, in fact what happens if you're too successful <laughs> yeah you're too successful and the the the, the spiritual experience becomes so powerful yeah. that you actually you don't know how to function count your brokers. <laughs> no, it's not true. It's not. It's not true. It's not true. It's, it may not be the problem for most people, but it definitely can be a big problem because you can't. You can't. You, if you don't have a clear which is enough to be macabre, so then then you're in trouble. Then you're in trouble. So then you have to heed the advice of Michelle Salanta. 
It gave us two pieces of advice, naming them the 614th and the 615th commandment. The mitzvah's essay was be normal, and the mitzvah's essay was don't be stupid. Um, the be normal means as follows, that, that there are a few things that you can use to assimilate the spiritual experience. Number one, be accustomed to laughing at yourself. Don't take yourself seriously. The minute you start taking yourself seriously, you're in grave danger of becoming a proper, proper Gaivadika spiritual person. And that's a contradiction in terms, because Gaiv is ultimate Midahagashmis. So you have to be able to learn it yourself and not take yourself seriously. Don't take yourself seriously. Point number two is that when you feel that the experience is overwhelming, you hold back. There's even a concept which is called something, uh, not to be mentioned now, that a person's spiritual movements have to involve an ebb and a flow. And the ebb and the flow is Pesach and Shvus. Pesach and Shvus, Pesach and Shvus. Pesach was Hashpah, that was Malam in Ateva. The Jews did nothing, it was his Arusa Mila'el. It came down onto the Yidin. And then the progression from Pesach to Shvuas was the movement from having that Hashpah el and Shvuas was taking Hashpah into life. Pesach was the Kaisa was lifted up to the highest heights, and Shvuas is they brought it down to the lowest lows. It wasn't uh, his Sarusa to the Tata, it was still his Sarusa to the Eilah. In Shuas? Shuas, because it was also my doctrine for Sarusa to the Eilah. But it wasn't like a Kurdish Borg deciding to give Hakol and Haikal Gigas and all of that. I mean, it's completely, except for maybe Nasib Nishma. Nasib Nishma. Is that how it's For sure. For sure. For sure. But also the consequence of Torah is the application to the idea in my day to day life. It's bringing it down into my world. It's not going up there and living in that spiritual place. It's bringing down the spiritual world into my day-to-day life. So a person's movement has to be able to ascend and then bring down. Ascend, bring down. Go up, extend yourself forward, and then consolidate. But, but Go, consolidate. does that not mean have, have a spiritual intense experience and then relax for a bit? Have a spiritual intense experience and then relax for a bit? You seem to be saying have a spiritual intense experience and then another and then immediately it's all spiritual what you say consolidate 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 means bring it down into your world don't 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 live in a place where you're not so it doesn't mean like be very very hectic yom kippur and then like and and rosh hashanah and and then and and then like don't don't project don't project don't project i'm just saying are you you're not saying that it's reasonable to kind of I don't mean the following. I don't mean have a spiritual experience and then take a break and don't think about it. Rather, let it affect you in a way that's, that's, that's appropriate to where you are. So it could be, for example, could be, for example, there's a guy that he has a tremendous intuitive connection to Tefillah and he can daven for hours. So I said to him, don't. Because he's dislocating his madrega from where he is as a person. So just like you have to be able to be marich in Tefillah, you have to be able to be makatze. Rebbe Kiva is our president. That was for a different reason. But Rebbe Kiva, when he doubled himself, he's from one side of the room and then ended up with the other. When he doubled in the Tzibur, he was super quick. So it depends who you are and what you are and what the reasons are. But you have to have flexibility in self. 
Just go, boys. Don't you be confused. Do you uh do you see the same kind of stuff?